Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. 
888-789-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome to another edition of It's Still Real to Me, Zaslow Show 2.0. My pal is Joey Levin. He joins us, of course, every Saturday who recap all the big stories of the week in the world of pro wrestling. It is the last It's Still Real to Me of 2022, the year of our Lord. The next time that you hear from us, it will be in a brand new year. That's right, okay? But of course, if you're a pro wrestling fan, Joey, good morning. If you're a pro wrestling fan, the the turn of the year, this is the most exciting time of year if you're a wrestling fan because, you know, January 1 rolls around tomorrow. Today's Saturday, so January 1 rolls around tomorrow. And it's like, all right, we're, we're in that WrestleMania season. Best time of year for pro wrestling fans. 
Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I'm just, you know, I'm still catching up. I just got back from New York on Wednesday. Great house show at Madison Square Garden. And I'm excited to talk about what everyone's talking about, which is AEW's continued use of round ball rock this time on Friday Night Rampage. Well, I, that's I'm, what everyone's talking about, right? I'm going to let you get that stuff off your chest, okay? <laughs> uh, as far as WWE goes, there was there was, you know, not a, not a whole lot to talk about as far as Raw. SmackDown was a great show to close out the year, as we expected. It was they were hyping it up as if it were a premium live event, and I think for the most part, it came through. Um, but first, you and I had a really fun week. We talked about this on last week's episode where. You were going to WWE Live Holiday Tour at MSG on Monday night, which, you know, was was weird because, yeah, it was for like the first time that anyone can remember. It was a, a best of type Raw show and you had Raw and SmackDown house shows going on at the same time. You were at one of those Raw shows at MSG. I went to SmackDown, uh, show, Smackdown at show at MSG, you know, during what would have been Monday Night Raw. And I went to uh, WWE Live SmackDown show as well on Thursday night. So let's talk about those shows, though, because obviously an MSG house show, they usually try and bring out something special. So give it to us. Did you have the good seats? What do we have there? Oh, yeah. Our seats were great. We were basically 50-yard line, so not entrance, not, not behind where the announce would be, but right in the middle six row after the floor seats. So we're we're right there. Um and Those the are not show, cheap tickets. They are not. They are not. Shout out to my brother and to Peacock where he works, where home of the WWE network for hooking us up with those tickets. Excellent. So uh yeah, they were great seats. The show overall, I mean awesome show. There was only I mean was really packed? there was only it was completely packed. Um impressive. I, I'll say this the pop of the night was probably tied between Bray and Liv Morgan, hometown Liv Morgan, um, which was interesting. I mean, obviously the bloodline got a huge pop too, but Bray, Bray, I mean, we got to, we, we got the, the big thing I think that we got in this house show that no one saw coming was we got Bray's first match since returning to WWE. Now Bray was being advertised as being there the same way that he was advertised as being at the show here in Miami that I went to. But did you have any idea he was going to wrestle? No, and we and we didn't have any idea what he was going to do either. I I assumed it would be something with LA Knight. LA Knight was not there. There was a lot of travel issues apparently. Uh Ricochet was supposed to be in the Intercontinental ladder match was not there. Um Butch was not there oh, for Brawl and Brutes. Um, so like there were people noticeably absent from the show. Um, and then, but, um, overall, you know, you start off, I got, we start off the show with, with Seamus, uh, versus solo, um, or excuse me, not Seamus versus solo. Um, what was it? It was Seamus. God, why am I, I'm blanking on that first. We got Seamus versus solo last night on television. Yeah, right. That's where I'm, I'm getting my SmackDown in my house show, uh, mixed up. We had Seamus to start off the night. And then the second after that match, we get Jinder Mahal comes out, cuts a promo about how he's been disrespected. That's right. Uh, and, and then we get Bray. Can I just get... tell you something really quickly about Jinder Mahal? I know everyone gives him shit. I really liked him as champion. You know, I know people shit on him for that run. We know it's because they were trying to expand out into India. So you get Jinder Mahal with the belt. That's a big deal. You got to understand it's a business. But yep. like... 
I liked him as champion. I thought he was a good champion. He's not great in the ring. He doesn't have a huge array of moves. He he works a very slow, big man type style, but he's easy to hate. He's very hateable. I like yeah. I I thought that was a good champion. I dug Jinder Mahal's championship run. I feel like he gets shit on. Well, and he was gone he, when he his first run, like when he was with 3MB. Yeah. He was like kind of schlubby. And then he came back and he looked like he was a roided freak. Like he, yeah. So it was like easy to also be like, what's going on with this? What's happening with this guy? I liked his feud with Randy Orton, man. I thought that was a good feud. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Um, By the way, it was Seamus. It was Brawl and Brute. So it was Seamus and Ridge the Fridge versus Imperium open the night. Okay. Um, So, which was an awesome match. Imperium. Get it up. Yeah, the other two guys in Imperium are all, I mean, they're great. They're yeah. all, they're awesome. Mm-hmm. It, specifically, uh, Kaiser, whatever Ludwig. his name. Yeah. Ludwig Kaiser. He's awesome. And, you know, here's um, an, and let me add something else, too, because this is something that people complain about. And I, I was thinking about this when I was watching SmackDown last night. Ludwig Kaiser, of course, that was not his name when he was in NXT. Uh, Giovanni Vinci, that was not his name in NXT. But most notably, Gunther. Uh, I don't care at all that his name is Gunther. Now, like it, Walter seems like forever ago. It yeah. totally worked. Like these are the guys' names, and it 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 totally fits. Everyone throws like you know they throw a fit when you change Walter to Gunther. And I admit, like at the time, I was like, "What? He's Walter? How you changed his name?" Yeah. But but now it's like, yeah, it's fucking Gunther, man. Yeah. No, I mean, you you forget those things over time, so it works now. Um, and then so we get the Bray match. Short, sweet, to the point. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves Bray. Uh, it's good. We get a um, we get a um, hit row versus the other two guys in Legato uh, match oh, mixed tag okay. mixed mixed tag match. So Beef okay. Fab and Zelina are in it. Um, well, last I, time I saw, how did Beef Fab look in the ring? Because last time I saw in the ring, it was on television. Remember before she got released? Not impressive. Not good. Well, so it's hard to know how anyone looked in that match because they were all overshadowed by how awful Top Dollar is. Maybe, maybe, and I don't take this distinction lightly, the worst wrestler that I've ever seen in person ever. I think it may have been a mistake for him to lose all the weight. (laughs) Top Dollar? Yeah, he's lost about 100 pounds. And he's well, he needs he might need to lose some more because he can't move. He can't well, move. Okay. Yeah, but, he cannot but, move. And okay. I don't know if he's injured or it's an injury gimmick. Or I don't know what is going on, but he is awful. It I is think it may really, have been a mistake really for him bad. to lose the weight where before he could he could work like a big man. And now he looks like Andre the Giant right now, though, the way he moves in the ring. Like and, it's and, bad. Like old Andre the Giant, not like early days. He looks like 1992. He, look, he looks like WrestleMania 7 Andre the Giant. Yeah, it's saying. it's like walking uh, out with the cane. Yeah, he looks like Andre the Giant having to be in tag matches because he can't move anymore, Andre the Giant. Post-colossal. Post-colossal like, connection. He looks like Yokozuna, Owen Hart, Yokozuna. Like, that's what he oh, looks no. like. Oh, no. Yeah, Yoko was like 800 pounds at yeah, that point. Yeah, and, and that's how he moves in the ring. It was hard to watch. Like, now, Legato, the two guys from Legato, are all, they're really good in the awesome. ring. And Ashante Adonis is also really good. Like, he's really good. Um, but man, it was hard to get past how bad Top Dollar was. I told you, uh, Legado del Fantasma has my favorite entrance theme these days. I love everyone. them. I I love them. Do other yeah. people feel that way too? Yeah, my my brother, well, my brother and our buddy who 
who doesn't really watch wrestling on a regular basis, who was with us, was like, yeah, these guys are it. These guys, yeah. this, this music, Great give it to theme. me all day. Yeah, so, you know what? They also, he also, my buddy also really kind of liked Hit Row's music. Like he just, cause he's he just the rest of the night. He just kept going. Hit row. <laughs> hit you know, he which, plays for the Dolphins top dollar. Did he? You didn't know his name is AJ Francis. He was, a well, linebacker I know, I know of him because he hosted that show on A&E. Yeah. yeah he, he was a linebacker for the Dolphins for two or three seasons. AJ no Francis idea. is his name. No idea. Seems yeah. like a great guy, but man, they got to figure something out because he, and now his gimmick, I mean, we'll get to SmackDown, but now the his thing gimmick. they're figuring out is their heels now. That's what we're well, and they're and but the whole gimmick on SmackDown is that they were making fun of him for botching a move, which so is he's awesome. he's new Titus O'Neil, where they're just yeah, basically the, 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 the flop at the greatest Royal Rumble, yeah. and like that's yeah. the thing now. No, but they're they're turning hit row heel, like they're using it and they're turning yeah. hit row heel. Because remember, we talked about this last week when we're trying to figure out, you know, if this rumor you never know with the dirt sheets, all right. But if this rumor is true that Triple H is unhappy with some of the some of the guys that he brought back, you and I both think hit row is the top of the list. Yeah, I mean, them and maybe like, I think part of, and again, I think part of the disappointment is that he thought he was bringing back these like conquering heroes and a lot of these people, they don't know who these people are. Right. Um. So, you know, like the Tegan Knoxes of the world and whatnot. Right. But um, yeah, so they were, that match was, was fine. Zelina is something. She is special uh, and on all aspects. More I'll Zelina. Tell you what. She is now you see her in person because I saw her in person too on Thursday. And I've seen her before, tiny as can be. Yeah, she's like four six. She looks she's, like she's, she's like three feet tall. Yeah, she's very small, but tiny she, as can be. But you know what? Get all day. Give me give me more Zelina. Uh, and then we got a five-way ladder match for the intercontinental title, which was very good. It was Ricochet was supposed to be in it. He didn't he wasn't there, so they replaced him with Madcap. Um, it was Madcap. Shinsuke. I think is, is he is he officially Riddick yet, or is he still? Madcap? No, they're still calling him Madcap. They're still okay. calling him Madcap. It was Madcap, Shinsuke, Kofi, obviously Gunther. That's to get a and, Shinsuke sighting. I mean, where and, the hell is uh, he? Santos Escobar. Um, great match. But this is Santos, where Escobar got hurt, right? Santos Escobar did get hurt. It looked r- really bad. It looked worse than it obviously ended up being. He did walk out, but you said he was at your show and he, he didn't wrestle. Yeah, he was ringside, but at least yeah. he was ringside. Yeah, at least he's ringside. It, at least it doesn't sound like it was as bad as it yeah. looked because in yeah. the moment it it was like a spot off of the cage and he fell really bad on his leg and it looked like he was going to be done for a bit. But so it's good because he's awesome. Um, yeah. that was great. Uh, then and that faction kind of doesn't. Work. I mean, I know Zelina Vega is fantastic, but it kind of doesn't work without right. him. Right. Well, I mean, if he's gone, obviously Andrade is not happy in AEW, so just bring back Andrade. Uh-huh. But um, uh, and then so then you get the the intermission, come back. Karen, they they throw this Karrion Cross versus Drew Gulak match in mm-hmm. that totally zapped the crowd. I mean, it was like a 20 minute match. It was I, really... I, I heard that the crowd was doing the this is boring chance, which, yeah, look, I, I guess I have a similar opinion to, you know, when I go to, you know, it could be heat games or dolphin games or what have you. I guess I have a similar opinion of when it comes to booing your own team. Yeah. I don't understand the this is boring chance. How is that? Gonna well, help? I guess b- part of it is just like, why was it? Why did you come back from intermission with that? And why was it so long? Like, yeah, I it, think that's what every, 20 minutes. Yeah. Everyone was trying to figure out, like, I think the idea of having Karrion Cross against Drew Gulak is to make Karrion Cross look like a monster. And it was a 20 minute match. That doesn't make him look like a monster. That, Correct. you know, 
So it's like, what, what was what I I personally think it's because there was so many people who couldn't make it to the show that they had to fill some time to make it like a X amount of time for the for the crowd. Okay. So they just said, go out and do your thing. Right. Um, so what was the main I, event? That, main event was so it started off as solo versus Braun. One on one. They did they did a little backstage thing where Braun uh sammy was shooting a little video backstage and then br- runs into braun and braun's like i'll see you in the ring and then sammy comes back out he's dominantly clear and solo comes out solo fighting solo fights braun the bloodline attacks braun four on one ko for the save ko and braun versus the usos okay all right it was awesome i'm sure yeah it was great yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, obviously, KO and Braun go over. KO gives a little speech afterwards. We do this every year after Christmas at MSG, and you guys always show up. Thank you, and send the crowd home happy. Awesome. And then yeah. they had the street fight. They had Liv versus um, Shayna street fight. Yeah, we got that also. So we got so so. I- I've told you like, m- not even just for house shows, but in general, Miami sucks for uh, pro wrestling crowd. Just sucks. You know, Tampa's great, as you saw last night at SmackDown. Orlando's great. Miami sucks. I don't know why. But I I was very impressed with the crowd at the show on Thursday at the house show. Like, you know, I took, like, I, I took a picture. I sent it to you. And from my vantage point, you know, it, th- there was a pocket where it looks empty. Most of the lower level was completely filled. I thought the crowd was pretty high. I thought it was a very good, very good crowd. For Miami, especially Miami house shows. Uh, Miami just sucks for pro wrestling. And so anyway, uh, yeah, like we got the we got the Liv Shayna street fight, which I thought was cool. Uh, we like they they mixed and matched a little bit of what you said there. Like uh, our you had Hit Row fought Maximum Male Models. All right. That's, you know what? I wouldn't have minded seeing Maximum Male Models. Uh, I don't mind those guys. Hit Row fought Maximum Male Models. Uh, carrying cross against Drew Gulak, which you know was fine. Was What's fine. going on there? Why is this a this is like a regular thing at their house shows? Yeah, Drew yeah. Gulak, I guess. Yeah. Um, and you had uh, uh, the main event was was predetermined. It was pre set up, so it was a six man tag. It was the Usos and Sammy against Braun and Sheamus and Kevin Owens. It was awesome, awesome. It's awesome match. Um, and. Oh, and, and we had the same stick with Jinder and Bray Wyatt. Exact same thing. Exact same thing. Uh, and we got... So, biggest pop of the night, Bray coming out. Most people didn't know he was going to come out. I knew, of course. I didn't tell my son. My son and I, he's 11. We bet on every match. Okay? <laughs> That's awesome. We bet every match. You know, the first match, he gets to pick who he wants. The second match, I pick who I want. So, we bet every match. <laughs> so, when Jinder Mahal came out, I'm like, all right, who do you want? I, I, it, it was It was my turn to go. Uh, so, oh no, it was, it, it, whatever it was, I don't even remember, but Jinder Mahal comes out, he's on the microphone, I go, I'll tell you what, okay, and I knew what was going to happen, I said, I'll tell you what, I'll take Jinder Mahal, you get whoever's coming out, you don't know <laughs> who it is, it could be someone shitty, it could right. be someone great, he doesn't want Jinder Mahal, so I go, I'll take Jinder Mahal, but you have to take whoever comes out, I knew who was coming out, he did not, so he was super excited when Bray Wyatt came out, That's anyway, awesome. we bet on all the matches. Uh, and, and I will tell you about Bray. Bray got the biggest pop of the night. Um, he, and a few of the wrestlers do this, but he really did it. At the end of their match, 
Bray stopped and took selfies and signed some autographs with every person around the ring and every person up the rampway. It took about 15 minutes for him to get out of there. But like, it was cool. I'm not complaining because I I thought it it was just so impressive. He took a selfie with everyone, did not skip. And I was very like, you know, I've told you, I'm not a big Bray Wyatt guy. I think I'm a Bray Wyatt guy now. I was, I was very impressed. Very cool. I don't, I I think he might've done, I'm, I think he did that at our show. I really, I didn't pay that close attention to when he was leaving, but it did take a while for him to leave. He did walk around. So yeah, I mean, it's cool. And I think, I think part of that is gimmick, by the way. I think he's trying to like, build a little be, bit of I that. love you guys. Yeah. I'm also crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think he's one of those guys who really like goes deep. Obviously he's one of those guys who goes really deep into his gimmick. Yeah. And I think part of that, like playing to the fans, taking pictures, doing that is to like build up this whole, like, I love it that I'm back and you guys, yep. I don't deserve to be liked, but you guys, I like don't know me. why you guys cheer me. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. But did I- you guys, did you get a, uh, did you get master Gable? No, he wasn't there. Oh, no, that's a, it was a SmackDown show. Yeah. No, and uh, the other biggest pop of the night, which this was a nice little treat. So Raquel Rodriguez comes out. She's fighting. Ronda mm. Rousey comes out. Women's oh, championship wow. on the line. She got a huge pop because a major surprise. Whoa, Ronda's here. Had no idea. And clearly it's like she's only doing a very limited number of house shows. But when it's the night before a TV show and it's an right. easy drive, they're going to book her for that house show, you know? Hmm. So, That's pretty cool. So we got Ronda versus Raquel for the championship. Uh, spoiler, uh, Ronda retained, and she then defended <laughs> on SmackDown. Uh, but but I will tell you, though, and this is the kind of stuff that I dig with house shows, we got the exact same match the next night on SmackDown. So wow. it was kind of cool me being so able to call it out. the spots. Yeah, yeah. It, it was cool. cool me being able to call the spots the very next night. And I will tell you, and I thought this last night about SmackDown and... I was thinking this after the house show. Uh, we've obviously been really hard on Ronda. Everyone's been hard on Ronda. I thought she looked fantastic in the match against Raquel. And I thought she was pretty fantastic in the match last night against Raquel on SmackDown. I, I don't know. Maybe those two work well together. We know we know Ronda versus Shotzi was a disaster. I thought I thought Ronda and Raquel, I thought it was fantastic. Ronda's had Ronda's had great matches in WWE. She has had some great matches. Her gimmick just sucks, and she's bad on the mic. So I think people just get frustrated. Um, and, and like you said, there's always been this whole like it doesn't seem like she even likes being there. She right. doesn't like wrestling, so people get people. P- people get bothered by like why is she getting pushed? Why does she have the title if she doesn't yeah. really give a shit? But there's no denying she picked it up quick, and she's pretty good for like an outsider who's never tr- who's never trained up until the last few years. She has had some great matches. For exact sure. same match. Thursday as we got last night, except the finish the finish off the top rope last night. You saw, uh, you know, ended up being kind of like a power slam kind of gimmick. And and then she made her tap. She held on to the arm. Okay. And made her tap. But at the show that we went to same deal off the rope, but Ronda rolled it up into Mm. a Piper's pit and pinned Ah, her. Got it. Otherwise exact same match. I actually think the Piper thing, frustrate some people too because he's so beloved and no one likes ronda it's like that whole connection like you don't deserve like a, to wear his colors yeah it's like you don't get why do you get his why do you get the colors why do you get the piper's pit that whole thing but yeah by the way i'll give you my my actual highlight of the msg show so me and my brother get into the city at around one we're boozing all day 
we're we're real lathered up by the time I we get, get to MSG. Last, man. We we we're we're pretty we're pretty we got after it before we get to the show. Yeah. <laughs> we walk in as soon as I walk into MSG, and anyone who listens to this knows I'm a pretty big Chad Gable fan. I know Chad Gable is not going to be at this show because it's a SmackDown show. I don't care. I walk in as soon as I walk in, get through security. Shoosh, shoosh, please. <laughs> Screaming at the top of our lungs. Shoosh. Shush, please. People are staring at us. People love it because they know they know what we're doing. Uh-huh. We're walking through the concourse. There's this group of like four guys, maybe five guys. They're like filming themselves doing something and they're like getting ready to do their own chant. And we walk up. We're probably 30 feet away on the concourse as they're like, oh, they're doing that. And me and my brother don't plan this. Don't even look at each other. We immediately both go shush, and they stop their thing. <laughs> we stopped them from doing their thing. <laughs> Apparently, it's this guy named Tantalizing Tony, who has his own show. Never heard of him before. Stops, gets his little camera, starts filming me and my brother. And he's like, you guys ever heard of me? I'm Tantalizing Tony. And he's like doing this whole thing. And he's like, I like you guys. I like you guys. You guys are now part of the nation of tantalization. And he's like filming us. <laughs> and I go and I get real serious and I go, oh, man, that's awesome. I really that's an honor for us. But, I, you know, I really just have to say, shoosh, and I shushed him on his own show. And then we just walked away. <laughs> that's funny, man. Have you yeah. have you looked like on YouTube? Have you checked if that clip's out there? No, my buddy who was with us was filming me and my brother shushing him. So I have video of it myself. Uh, that's but funny. I don't know if it's out there. <laughs> I'm sure I got to look up his show. I still haven't looked at his show. He gave us his card. He had business cards. Tantalizing Tony. Yeah. And right, when I was shout leaving, out to Tantalizing Tony. When I was leaving Newark, I got stopped by the bomb sniffing dog. They rushed me through security. They thought I had a bomb on me. And when I cleared out my pockets, the only thing left in my pocket was his business. Tantalizing card. Tony's business card. There you go. Let, let me see if I could find like, is he on t- Tantalizing? I honestly thing? haven't even looked him up, but it was hilarious because he, he, the way he was talking to us, he's like, oh, I'm Yeah, there Tony. he is right there. Got him right there on Twitter. Tantalizing Tony. Do you want to check out my YouTube channel? Do you want to guess how many followers Tantalizing Tony has? 207. 400 even. Oh, okay. Well, it's more than I thought. All right. right. He's he's, he's starting up. He's starting his thing, man. Yeah, I got to look later and see if I'm on there. We might be. Shout out Tantalizing Tony. He's grinding, man. He's grinding. Yep. All right. Well, that's house shows. House shows are great. They're the best. It was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, hey, so uh, before we <coughs> excuse me, before we get to the meat of things here, which of course is SmackDown, uh, Raw, the only thing worth going over on Raw. I didn't I didn't watch the video, but like I, I kind of know what he said. Cody essentially said, like Cody was interviewed live by I don't know what was it, Caleb Braxton? Like who no, was it was, Co- it was Corey Graves and the other girl. I don't I don't remember her name, but okay, it wasn't Kelly Caleb. girl, her? Yeah, I think so. And and, and he she does said- she also does hockey stuff. Um, okay. All right. I don't remember her name, but yeah. he essentially said like, like he's, I, I, I guess he hinted he's coming back for the Royal Rumble. Is that what we're getting at here? He, well, actually, he basically said he's coming back for the for a title. Like he basically, uh, he basically implied like I came back for a reason, and I'm cu- and everyone, you know, you guys know what that reason is. And he was like cryptic about it. He's like, and that's what I'm coming back for. So he basically, so I don't know if it's Rumble. I don't know. Maybe it might be Raw this week. I don't know. But he basically implied. It would be a pretty early return. He basically implied, like, the reason I came to WWE is to fulfill the dream I had as a kid um, and to, you know, 
do what I came here to do. So he basically made it seem like he's coming back to get a title. He could also return before, like a month before he's ready to hit the ring. Like he could return and yeah. still do his shtick. Yeah. He's wearing the suit. He's got a mic. Like he could still return. Look, the biggest takeaway to me is like, there's there's only like a handful of people that when they're on the screen, it just always feels like a big deal. Yeah. And he, he feels like a big deal when he's on the it's screen. It's funny talking. how that's worked with me. Cause my God, did I hate his guts when he was in AEW? I mean, just hated him like poison. And once he came over to WWE, and, and it's it's a stupid thing. I know it is. It's a stupid thing. But once he came over to WWE, it was like, ah, oh, he's now like, yeah, he's, he's like on my home now, you know? And he's I the love con- AEW, but he's the, conquering, he's, gonna... the con- he's the conquering hero for the WWE fan. It know? was, it was, yeah, I don't, and now it's like, you know, it really is. Like, what, I mean, what a great job by Corey Graves with that line from undesirable to undeniable. And and well, it that's, really that's 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 Cody's. No, I know, I know, but, oh. but where Corey Graves used it, right, 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 right in right, that right. moment, just I mean, just a phenomenal, phenomenal line. Yeah, and and I really do feel that way. It's like, yeah, I can't take my eyes off him now, and I like him a lot. And my God, I hated him in AEW. I do. I have to admit, I think part of the reason I I really grew to dislike him in AEW. I I still still cannot stand that Brandy. I can't. I can't handle her. Like stay yeah, but away. She, but she's like a she's like a fifteen out of ten though. I mean, I, don't care, is, don't care. She is. I can't. I can't handle her. Well, I, she's I, just not good. She's not. She's not a good actor, and she's not oof. a good wrestler. But she woof. is something. Woof. She's something else. <laughs> but yeah, I I I'm a big fan now. You know. It's, yeah, he's it's a great. Stupid thing, I mean, but. he I this guy. You know, it it was it's very clear when he was in WWE when he started his career. There's always been the thing where like Vince didn't like Dusty and he treated he made him wear the polka dots and it and then he didn't like Dustin. He made him become gold dust and he still got over. And then he he gave Cody all the shitty gimmicks. And I mean, he's so talented. You could say whatever you want about his first run in WWE, but all those shitty gimmicks they gave him, he got them all over. And they all sucked. And they got the the mustache gimmick, the mask gimmick, the stardust gimmick, everything. They were all he, they were always over no matter how hard they tried to make him not over. And he was always a star. And it's, I'm glad to see him as a star level talent. Cause he's always been that level. And now he gets to do it where he originally was trying to do it. Now we're not doing like a, you know, we're not doing a, a best of 22 kind of deal. Although we are going to do some bold predictions for 2023, but if we were doing a best of 2022, I mean, my favorite moment was, was Cody returning to WWE. Like, that whole entrance, the whole thing we like we knew, but is it really gonna happen? We don't really know. You know, and 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 we get to the place where Seth Rollins is waiting for his opponents, like it it, need, it better be Cody, but like are they screwing us? What what's about to happen here? You you knew, but you didn't know. And 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 I also love Joey how he said afterward, Cody Rhodes, he had not seen what the stadium looked like. His first glimpse at the crowd, at the stadium, at the setup, at all of it was when he came up on the, you know, the Cody elevator. That was his first look inside the arena, which is way freaking cool. And if you're going to go, you could go a step further. If you're going to go match of the year, you could easily say uh, Seth versus Cody with the, sell, torn, right? with, the, with the torn peck. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, well, I, just in terms of like part of what's so amazing about wrestling is the feats that these guys are able to pull off. He wrestled with a torn pet, like a, like not makeup, like a torn peck. And it was a great match. It was yep. crazy. Great match. Great, great match. match. Yeah. 
All right, Joey. So before we get to SmackDown, which is going to take up a lot of time here, I know you, you got a couple things you want to get off your chest about AEW Dynamite this week, which was, you know, the feature was essentially you had the Elite Forces a Game 7. The Elite, they keep bringing up the broadcast, keep bringing up, are they going to be able to do what LeBron did? Come back from three games when they love that example. I feel like it's the only thing they know about pro basketball. And so you're going to get Game 7 there, Match 7 between the Elite and, and Death Triangle. And then you had uh, what I thought was really cool, Samoa Joe. He shaves off the bun uh, the the bun off of Wardlow's head. Samoa Joe wins the match against a a hobbled Wardlow. He makes him pass out. Uh, I'm into that feud, man. They can keep that baby going. I think it's done. It can't be done. He shaved his bun. How well, could it be Dar- done? No, now it's Joe and Darby Allen. Well, well, maybe maybe Wardlow is going to be out for a little bit because he's got the knee injury, right? Yeah. So you got to. And I like that Darby's going to get back involved there, but. It can't be done, Wardlow. Well, well, you got to think also, they've been doing these Book of Hobbs promos, and Will Hobbs was part of, Powerhouse Hobbs was part of that whole thing too. So maybe they do Wardlow and and Book of Hobbs for a little bit while Joe is with Darby. That's what I was thinking. I was also kind of thinking, hopefully this just means they push Wardlow into a bigger thing because Wardlow's great. But it's fine. Can you push him into a bigger thing coming off of losing a feud? Eh, why not? Why not? I got, I got bigger plans than than a TV title or a you know you just whatever. But I don't know because there's always the natural him and MJF thing. Like that's always there. That's always lingering, right? MJF tortured him. That would be for, fun if if like you know in six months from now that's the place we are. That Wardlow's the one that takes the title off him. That'd be, be hot. Cool. That'd be hot. Um. Yeah. So well, obviously, look. I think I've come to this conclusion at least for now with AEW that like. If you just want like awesome wrestling matches, it's it's a great place to be. Like you get you get uh, Brian Danielson and Ethan Page, great match. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the Game Six Death Triangle Elite, insanity, just pure insanity. Scared the shit. Kenny Omega, I legitimately thought was injured twice in that match. Like they, the 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 last move, the one wing angel off of the the concourse onto the table. I thought he like tore his hamstring or something. Well, and after the, the pin, he looked like he was convulsing. Like, yeah, right. it looked it looked bad. Um, the even Blackpool Combat Club, uh, Claudio and and Dean Ambrose or sorry, uh, whatever versus Top Flight was a great match. It's a great match. They give them time. If you want to understand what the fuck is going on and have coherent storylines the whole time and have people that can talk on the mic, it's not always the place for you. I just. There are so many instances where I'm just like, what's happening? Like, they open the show with Brian Danielson and Ethan Page. Love Ethan Page. Love that Stokely Hathaway came out wearing a hat because Daniel <laughs> yeah, Bryan made funny. fun of him being bald. That was funny. Um, but then MJF shows up, which is cool, and says, hey, Daniel, or hey, Brian, look, I found the hottest chick in Colorado. Okay. What are Did we doing? Danielson say something last week? No, I know that's what I'm, no, I don't know. And also, she's apparently like a pretty big time indie wrestler. No reference to that by anybody. It's just like, oh, MJF's with some random hot chick. By the way, MJF just spent the last six months doing podcasts talking about how he just got engaged. Yeah. So he's doing right. this like this on screen uh, thing. We, with, we don't we don't know what kind of relationship they got. Open relationship, we don't know. 
we you're okay that's fair but i but so that was that's like again what what's happening like what why is mjf just have some random is it just because he's a he's an asshole so but why does daniel bryan care that he has a hot chick why is that distract why is that more distracting than mjf just being there i don't it's a little bit of a weird thing because normally you know if you're a fan going to a show or watching a show you want to see the champion all right the champion represents your company and one of the dangers, I guess, with putting that belt on MJF is he hardly ever wrestles, you mm-hmm. know, and and then a show, you know, it's one thing for him not to wrestle. And then it's another thing that he doesn't even step foot in the ring. He's just chilling right. in the skybox for yeah. a portion of the night. You got to be careful with that, you know? Well, and also like, again, so here we go. I'm looking at the preview for next week's Dynamite. Part of the preview that I saw online is MJF is contractually obligated to appear on Dynamite. He was just on Dynamite. Why is that the gimmick for next week? He was just on Dynamite. It's not like he's not on Dynamite. Is he contractually obligated to wrestle? Or is he just contractually obligated to be there? Well, like, right. What are we doing? Right. It's like Tony Khan is like has a book of gimmicks that he has witnessed over his years of watching wrestling. And like weekly, he's like, all right, what gimmick sounds fun this week? Oh, I'm going to contractually obligate him to no, let's throw that in there for no reason. Uh, I, so I just it's just these little things that I don't understand that also just kind of take away from like an awesome match. Ethan Page is awesome. We know Brian Danielson's awesome. Like it wasn't necessary. Like my 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 big beef was actually with the finish of the Elite versus Death Triangle. Uh, you know, it was a cool idea where you have Kenny Omega gets the pin way on the outside of the ring. While at the same time, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Pack gets the submission and he thinks that when the bell rings that he won. It's a cool setup. But if you were in attendance there, you have no idea. Uh, what even on happened. TV, the production of it was a little wonky. You have like no the two idea. Box, the splits, no the, idea. The, yeah, the, the two box, the split screens, like what's happening? It looked you know, like Matt Jackson I, yeah. was tapping. It was like, like if weird. I'm there, I'm always going to be my my. My attention is going to be what's going on in the ring. Right. So I have no idea that Kenny Omega just landed a pinfall 200 feet away. Well, it's uh, like the it's like um, it's like what we were talking about when Adam Pierce fired Bobby Lashley. Like if you were in attendance, did you know yeah. what the hell just happened? It's like yeah. what? Um, so so I didn't I didn't love and look, I'm never going to be a fan of the street fight stuff, the all over the place. I'm more old school, I guess, when it comes to that. I, li- I like all the action being in the ring. But the the, the finish could have been cool. But the way you got to do that finish is Kenny's got to get the pin in the ring. And on the yeah. other side of the ring, you got Pac getting the submission, but the referee ain't seeing it. He's instead counting right. the pinfall. Like, that's how it's got to be. Right. Uh, otherwise, like, I don't know. I'd be surprised if the crowd knew what the hell happened there. You know, that was my only right. Thing. Yep. Well, what I do love is the gimmick that with like when when there's a street fight, because it's a street fight, wrestlers who already wear like full pants as their ring gear wear jeans. The elite <laughs> were all wearing that's jeans. That's how you fight in the street. You, you got to fight in the, in the street. You got to wear, wear you got to wear you got to wear jeans. Now, again, so let's let's talk about another like what the fuck are we talking about thing with AEW? Zaz, can you tell me right now? And maybe maybe I'm off here. Can you tell me what Escalera de la Muerte is? No. Okay, well, it was referenced five times on the show that if if this goes to a seventh match, it's going to be Escalera de la Muerte. Yeah, that's not a good job. I don't know what that means. Can someone tell me what the... Now, I looked it up. It's a ladder match. 
That's oh. all it is. It's a ladder match. Is that what they call it down in uh, Mexico? I mean, I guess that's what it is. But Excalibur said Escalera de la Muerte four times. It's two without- inside. Without referencing one time what the hell that is. Even it's on the side. I know they the, pride themselves on being like the smart wrestling fan, but still, you, you want to attract new viewers. It's even, even on Rampage, when Roundball Rock's playing... By the way, Roundball Rock is now officially the theme music of Excalibur reading through fast promos. Because <laughs> it wasn't even a promo for this. It was just... Roundball Rock randomly came on during Rampage and Excalibur started doing, next week on Dynamite, we got this thing, we got that thing, we got this thing. And Roundball Rock's just on in the background. But then the graphic comes up for that match and it doesn't say ladder match, it says Escalera de la Muerte. Doesn't explain what it is. Doesn't say in parentheses, ladder match. Yeah. What the, I'm starting an AEW what the fuck is going on counter for 2023. So we got two from this week's Dynamite where I have no idea what's happening on the show. What, uh, I know you mentioned something to me about Wrestle Kingdom. Is Wrestle Kingdom coming well, up? Before we go on, now, as much as I shit on AEW, okay, and SmackDown was incredible. Yeah. The best thing of the week had to be Max Caster's rap vignette that they you did. You know what? I had, I had it on in the background. Like, I think maybe I was doing some work, you know, and I had it on the television. It's like, I'm hearing it, but I'm not paying 100% let me give you. Let me give you a couple bites from it that'll get you to go back, okay? Okay. The hook, the hook of it was that he did a few different times was R-A-S-S-L-E wrestler couldn't draw a dime in my time. You're a bastard. You're a carny. You're the master the claim. We always get the last word, which was very good talking about Jeff Jarrett. But then is a lot of people want to know what you're doing on my show when you haven't been relevant since 2004, which I've been asking for weeks now. I've been asking that for weeks. Um, Failing upwards is just your way of life. You're stealing money. Like it's Kurt Angle's wife. Whoa, yeah, because I know they there's a, yes, there's a thing there, or was um, a thing there. Then moves on to Jay Lethal. Wait, what do we have here? It's Ring of Honor's top guy from its bad years. That's a good line. Um, Jay Lethal's only known for imitating dudes. 20 year career, no one's imitating you. Okay. And then I got Do over, you ever wonder I, if like Jay Lethal gets pissed about that line? Uh I'm it's it's interesting because uh, I mean, they did a promo on Rampage where Jeff Jarrett was like, I'm not just going to end your title reign. I'm going to end your career, um, which, you know, it's gimmick. So who knows? Right. But like what they said there about Jay Lethal, like it's true. I mean, it's, it's for not, the show, he's, he's but not it's wrong. true. Like, I, like I wonder if actual Jay Lethal, like, does he get pissed about that? You know, also like failing upwards is just your way of life has kind of been the book on Jeff Jarrett, too, <laughs> because his whole thing is that he's always gotten pushed because of his dad. But all of his gimmicks have been pretty not great. Tell you what, I've had Jeff Jarrett on Zaslow's show several times. Uh, great dude. Yeah. Really I'm good sure. talker. Great he dude. Seems, he seems to like know, like he seems to be a great mind for the business, but great he's just, dude. but yeah. Um, the only other things was um, Rick Ross, although we thought he might be all elite, it looks like maybe he's not all elite. Oh, no. Swerve was just with his other oh. two goons. Swerve's just with his other two goons. Um, we got the the big bill hook stare down and yes, hook looks I like a, that hook looks like a 12 year old yeah big bill is a big that's a big guy but hook looks like a 12 year old which gave you and, which which led to my problem with that segment last week why why is big bill i can't believe he's big bill why is big bill and i guess it was lee moriarty why are they running out of the ring when hook enters the ring it didn't make any sense 
Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's so weird. Um, and then a lot of this, again, it goes back to the whole, like, why are they booking things the way they're booking them? So you have all this stuff going, you have all this stuff going on and some of it's good and some of it's terrible, but then at 10 o'clock on a Friday night, you have Jade Cargill defending her title. And didn't Jamie Hayter wrestle last night too? No, she, Jamie Hayter had like a little vignette thing okay. where she said, I don't care who Soraya's partner is. And they're like teasing that tag team match with Soraya's mystery partner. Um, but you have the all Atlantic title match, which seems to be every Friday. Now looks like the best friends are going to break up, which is an interesting storyline. Yeah. yeah. You got Jade Cargill Cause, defending. Cause is going to, he's challenged like orange. Cassidy fought. Accepted. Oh, they did fight they, last night. They fought oh, last night. Today. Okay. That's fine. They fought last night. Um, and then Jade Cargill has her fight. Red velvet left her group. So they're breaking up, it seems like. You have two titles defended on that show. But then we get a 15-minute main event between Swerve and Wheeler Yuta. Was it good? I mean, it's a good match. But, like, again, I, I know you're trying to push these guys. But you, you had two titles on the show. Yeah. Why is that Why is that getting 15 minutes on an hour show? Yeah. You have two titles. Yeah. And one of them, again, is Jade Cargill. Yeah, who, who who's really could be the biggest be, women star yeah. in your company. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. But uh, there's just it's so hard for me because there's such good stuff going on. And then it gets sandwiched in with this like mess of like, I don't know what's happening. Right. With the AEW, it yeah. just gets frustrating, but it's good. I'm still going to watch. Can't stop watching, but it's it's tough. What do you got for me here on Wrestle Kingdom? Because I want to get to SmackDown. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom. I actually think Wrestle Kingdom like kind like New Japan's kind of becoming or is kind of like what AEW wishes it was. Wrestle Kingdom is next week and like arguably could be the best pay-per-view of the year. And it's, a, it's it's two days, right? It's two days, but I'll just run down the card. Okay. Yeah. You got uh for the IWGP heavyweight title, you got a double main event. So I guess one night will be one, one night will be the other. The, the main main event is Kazuchika Okada versus uh Switchblade Jay White, the leader okay. of the Bullet Club for like the him, IWGP yeah. championship. For those of you, if you haven't seen Kazuchika Okada wrestle, I mean he's I guess the probably the greatest Japanese wrestler of all time is probably what people would say. I mean, right. he's, he's like the Hulk Hogan of that company or right. whoever you want to say. And Jay White's awesome. The The other main event is for the IWGP United States Championship. Will Ospreay, who is also yeah. very good, versus yeah. Kenny Omega. Oh, versus really? Kenny. Yeah. Who a lot of people say Will Ospreay is like the young Kenny Omega. Right, right, right. So, and and they, they do good back and forth on social media. You know, and Will Ospreay has had appearances in AEW. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. They, they're they're like, yeah, they're they're rivals, even though like they live a thousand thousands of miles apart. Right. Yep. Um. Then we got there's a six man tag with a you know a bunch of Japanese wrestlers, but uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Bushi are all in it, so that match is going to be awesome. Like Naito and Tanahashi are two of the best Japanese wrestlers you'll ever see. Um. Then you got current wwe uh wrestler and iwgp never open weight champion carl anderson fighting defending his title against tama tonga who is a really awesome member of the bullet club zach saber jr is fighting and you got ftr who are who've just lost two of their titles defending the only title they have left the IWGP Tag Team Championship. I mean, if, if they lose that title at Wrestle Kingdom, then we we have to assume they're going to WWE, right? Um, well, or they're, they're, they're do, just dropping all the belts because WWE's gonna, not going to let them hold the belts. Or they're going to do what they well. Carl Anderson has an has a IWGP belt right now, so yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. I, I think there's some interesting things and part of and something that's uh in my um bold predictions. So okay. I, I think there's some interesting things going on potentially. Um so you have that. Then you have the first ever IWGP women's champion, Kyrie, formerly Kyrie Sane, who oh, is love awesome. Her. Love her. defending her title. And not only is this a big match because it's she's the first ever, but this is reportedly Sasha Banks will be in the crowd for this match and is they're setting up like a thing. Okay. But maybe with them. That's like what the rumor is. So we'll right, see. Right. But we may see Sasha Banks there for this match. Um, and then you got, I mean, then there's just like random people like throwing it. Leo Rush and TJP are fighting. Leo Rush. Um, Minoru Suzuki has a match. I mean, it's just like a loaded card of guys that at New Japan is the only company in the world that has wrestlers from every other company. Right. It's pretty interesting. It's cool. We And I think it's because like they'll never be a threat to like the big American companies. So the so like WWE and AEW are like yeah, take our guys as long as they come back. It's but cool. it's really interesting. It's just loaded with guys from other companies defending yeah. titles and all that stuff. It's going to be those top two matches though. Okada versus Jay White and Kenny Omega Will Osprey are probably going to be unbelievable wrestling, and they're probably both going to be like an hour long. Yeah, that sounds like good shit. It's and it's always funny watching those shows, man, because the crowd sits on their hands. Like it's 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 uh, the culture there. You're not you're not yeah. supposed to cheer during the match. You could do a little bit of clapping, some light yep. clapping if you want. But yeah. the the culture, you, you don't you don't really cheer or clap until the match is over. Yep. And if you've and if you've never watched it and you want just like something to wet your palate or like to get you into it, go just go find any of the Jericho Okada or Kenny Omega Okada or Jericho versus Naito matches from like the past five or six years of Wrestle Kingdom. They're all just unbelievable matches particularly because you know at, especially it's wrestle kingdom and new japan they don't do like they're not like heavy promo heavy this and that it's just wrestling yeah it's just straight up wrestling yeah. and it's really good if that's what you're into if you don't care about the promos and all that stuff then just it's really good like fun wrestling let's uh let's get this let's get let's get to smackdown here and then we'll do some bold pre- bold predictions for the year 2023 and of course big dirt not big dirt before we get out of here today uh and again want to remind everybody of course everything zaslow show 2.0 is brought to us by our title sponsor Anna jar and levine accident attorneys if you're dealing with any kind of accident you got a personal injury let them get you the money you deserve while you focus on getting healthy 800 747 free that's 800 747-3733. Anna Jar and Levine accident attorneys. None of this here at Zaslow Show 2.0 is possible without those guys being behind me. Uh, all right. So SmackDown last night, they were hyping this up to be a, a premium live event caliber show. Tampa, great wrestling crowd. Looked like it was packed to the gills. All right. All the yeah. way up to the rafters. Really great crowd. Can I ask you though, why does, and I don't necessarily mind it because look, it's it's a show, it's entertainment. Why does SmackDown insist on piping and crowd noise, but Raw does not? Are they doing that still? Of course. Of hmm. course. Well, they used to do it because it was pre-taped. Okay, but uh, I mean, this, this is this has really been a thing since... Uh, I don't even I don't know think I noticed it. I don't think I noticed it. Oh, yeah. 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 SmackDown huh. absolutely pipes in noise, for sure. It's weird. But Raw does not. It's weird because it's, I mean, it's a live show and the crowds are usually pretty good. Yeah. Like I, I knew they used to do it when it was pre-taped because SmackDown for a long time was, was a pre-taped show. 
Well, when it kept moving networks and stuff. They absolutely still pipe in noise. All right, whatever. Uh, maybe because it's maybe because it's Fox and they're it's a bigger audience. They're trying to make it feel bigger. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Uh, so they open the show with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt accepts LA Knight's challenge. Uh, we both love LA Knight on the microphone. Can't beat him. He's Can't beat him fantastic. right now. He might be the best promo. Let me speak to you. Uh, and it, so so they are going to fight at Royal Rumble. I mean, it's best case scenario for them that they were able to drag this out. I mean, this feud started like six weeks ago that they they were able to drag this out where they're finally going to get in the ring for the first time at Royal Rumble. So uh, Bray Wyatt accepts the challenge and then we finally get Uncle Howdy. All right. We well, Uncle- or, or did we? Well, so, wow, so that's the angle you're taking, huh? So we get Uncle well, Howdy the, okay, comes yeah. down, uh, loved his entrance, loved the theme, thought it looked great, and it looks like Uncle Howdy and and and, and Bray Wyatt are aligning themselves. They are together, standing together against L.A. Knight. Bray starts laughing, at, almost as if, like, he knew Uncle Howdy was going to be on his side, and then he gets the sister Abigail from Uncle Howdy. What is going on? What the hell does this mean? Well, so that wasn't the Uncle Howdy mask. It was, it was a not. different mask, completely different mask. All right, because totally Uncle Howdy mask has like the it's mustache. Got, like, the, this was yeah. the White Rabbit mask, was it? No, it wasn't. It was just no? a new mask, just a new mask. Big beard coming out, long blonde hair. So I think you're saying this may not be Uncle Howdy. Maybe this is Uncle Harper. Wow. Because they, they remember I told you when this was all starting, they trademarked Uncle Howdy and Uncle Harper. Okay. It looks like a different person, or or at least the mask was different. I I, I can't tell. (laughs) Well, who knows, right? But it also kind of looked, I thought it looked a little different than the person who came out as Uncle Howdy last time. That guy looked a little like shorter and stockier. So now we got to watch next week for Bray to get back on the microphone and tell us that that was not Uncle Howdy, right? You got to hear. Well, has Bray referenced uncle howdy or has the announcers called him uncle howdy oh i don't know yeah i don't know i feel like cole is all right the so one you think it may uncle not howdy. be him all right well there's a lot of speculation right i mean and i and you know the twitter universe seems to agree there's a lot of side by sides out there of, oh really okay of, of both of both masks and they're completely different masks okay so we don't I'm know i'm just glad I, we're not getting also supernatural think, bullshit so that's um that's by the way by the way yeah, and also, I don't think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Uncle Howdy was not referenced on the show last night. I don't think so. It was mostly just like, what is happening? But well, no like one everything said that Uncle I read, Howdy. like, I, you know, I'm reading on Bleach Report, like, he's being referred to as Uncle Howdy. I know. that was I, that came to the ring. I know. I know. Everyone is saying Uncle Howdy beat up uh, Bray. Uncle, Uncle Howdy, Howdy beat up Bray. cool entrance. Right. But they're, if you look at them, they, they, they're, they're different masks. All right. That's interesting. Okay. Um. You know, there's a lot of speculation as to who these characters could be. Obviously, I think the one guy that is on everyone's mind is Bo Dallas. Yeah. Um, and then there's these two other guys. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, Vincent and something else from Ring of Honor. They just um, they, they just look like they would be in the Wyatt family. And apparently, like three weeks ago, they were in the crowd at NXT just watching. Oh, okay. So there's like speculation. Maybe it's those guys. But there, but it's for a long time, even before he came back, you know, he his I think his Twitter handle now is Wyatt Six. Right. And we have to assume we're getting Alexa we're getting Alexa. Right. right. So um 
you know, I, maybe it's just going to be a long, even longer build than we thought. Of I like, like it. Bringing in all these masked people. I'm not and in a rush. Course, I'm watching every week. I ain't, I'm not in a hey, rush. Hey, look. Hey, listen. Here's what I'm. Here's what, all I know is I'm going to watch the uh, blackout match brought to you by Mountain Dew. Yeah. What does I mean, that mean? Watch. What's a blackout? What does that mean? It's blackout, right? It was. Did I get that right? Is it blackout? I think, I think it's, it's blackout. Yeah, blackout match presented by Mountain Dew. Yeah, presented by Mountain Dew. Yeah, of course. I mean, what? I mean, somebody's got to sponsor. If you give Mountain Dew Light. the opportunity to present a blackout match, you got to jump on it. Yeah, I mean, it's who better to sponsor Bray Wyatt's first official match back in WWE than Mountain Dew in a blackout match? Well, how do you do a blackout match? How's how's the crowd gonna see? What? Are yeah, we and also and also blackout match is pretty tiring. You need something to like quench your thirst in the middle. Mountain All right. Dew. All right. Mountain Dew. Mountain I'm assuming Dew it's a pretty a, tiring Mountain Dew match. Mountain on a pole match? Mountain Dew on a pole. There. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, and they're blindfolded. That's the blackout. So put some blindfolded immediately. Bla- bla- blindfolded Mountain Dew on a pole match. Uh, That's the blackout. I, so how about, and this is something that would never happen when Vince McMahon was still around. I thought this was really cool. How Michael Cole, you know, I was wondering, I was like, figure they wouldn't, open the show with it but i was wondering are they going to mention don west uh you know former tna impact commentator who passed away suddenly you know they're not going to open the show with it he never worked for wwe at least as far as i know and but early in the show michael cole did mention we want to send out thoughts uh to the family of don west who had a real impact on the wrestling industry that's cool cool. it's a really cool line yeah yeah i mean can't say it enough triple h he's willing to uh you know give credit where credit's due and reference and not treat us dumb and not make it seem like WWE is the only product that there ever was, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it, it, it was cool. And cool line. It, it's a cool spot. Yeah. Cole's yeah. great with that stuff too. Just the references and the subtle references, but the shout outs and like, yeah. you know, letting you know that they know that it's there, but not like overdoing it. So yeah, it was very cool. So like at the house show you went to, they're kind of teasing, they're kind of testing Sheamus versus solo Sokoa. And we got that on SmackDown last night. I got to tell you, man, they, it seems like they are. And I hope they continue to heavily invest in solo because for me, that dude looks like a main eventer. Uh, He, he is, he is awesome. He is super tough. He's so much better this early than I could have imagined him being. He is absolutely a future main eventer. Um, I still want to see solo versus McIntyre. McIntyre kind of returned last night, chased them away. I, I got to get some kind of conclusion to that where Solo debuted and cost McIntyre. looked like he was going to win the championship. I hope that's where we're headed. Maybe for Royal Rumble, we're going to get Solo versus McIntyre. That's the way I would go. Yeah, and uh, Corey Graves had a line where he said, like, over the last few weeks, Solo has elevated himself to, like, yeah. main event level type of performance. He's a main event. So, he is. So they've said it. And also, I mean... Have we ever had anybody with a more aggressive and great knee pads? I mean, th- his knee pads are like, oh, I, I got mean, those, look things, those things are, I mean, I mean, he, those are, he's like wearing boxing gloves on his knees. <laughs> I mean, it's something, it's something. And you know, they're trying to protect those knees for a main event run, but he is, he's, I mean, he's a badass. He's awesome. And I just, I also like, you know, when I think it really took off is when he attacked Riddle. And they started giving him the Umaga gimmicks. Like he does the little splash in the corner. He does the Samoan spike. Like ever since they started making him like the next incarnation of Umaga, he's become like a totally different type of badass. Yep. And it's really taken him to the next level. He's so aggressive. Every move he does 
makes him look like like the absolute badass tough guy. It's been really good. At the WWE live show I went to on Thursday night, in the middle of the main event, when the ref- referee took a bump, we got a ref bump. The referee nice. was knocked out. And Solo, who just chills on the outside of the ring the whole time, he jumped in the ring and went toe-to-toe with Braun. And I'm like, yep, I can watch that. I'm yeah. into that. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the main, the main first main event at my house show was Solo versus Braun. Yeah, I, and, I can and, watch that. And like I said, you know, like we talked about Big Bill and and Hook, right? And how it's like, why, why is this guy scared of this guy? Right. Then you get Solo, who is substantially smaller than Braun. But still very believable. But, but you're but you're still like, okay, okay, yep. this is going to be good. This yep. is going to be really good because of the way they've built him and just his work. He's awesome. Very he just believable. looks like a very scary dude. Um, yeah, love that part. By the way, speaking of ref bumps, it wasn't a bump, but I saw a video from a house show. I saw it too. Where one of the female refs Jessica stunned Carr. Sami Zayn, right? Mm-hmm. Jessica Carr gave Sami a stunner. It's funny. Cool. And then she counted the yeah, three for Kevin good. Owens, who also gave him a stunner. Stunner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was yep. cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, so next up, Joey, we, we got to get to what, for me, was the coolest thing in the night. All right, obviously, we're building towards Cena and Cena's return, but uh, Ronda Rousey retains the title against Raquel. And, and I actually went into that match, and, and like I said, it was the exact same match, except the finish was slightly different from what I saw the night before at the house show. But I actually went into that match thinking they might put the title on. Like, I thought there was a chance that Raquel could have beaten her. And I guess my, I guess my, my, my thought there wasn't so far off from reality because they were ready to take the title off of Ronda. You know, it just, it just wasn't Raquel. Um, I, I, I know I keep saying this every week. How the hell does triple H keep these returns secret? All right. I know I'm, I'm avoiding dirt sheet stuff like that. Cause I don't want it spoiled for me, but did anyone know Charlotte was returning last night? No. And I'm on the dirt sheets. I do big dirt, not big dirt. And I, I don't know that these returns are happening. It's so, it was so cool. Like uh, it was one of those moments I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching my son last night and Rhonda wins. And then the music hits and like, well, that sounds like, you know, Ric Flair's theme, but that's not Charlotte's theme. And right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was new. And I loved it. I don't normally like new themes. I like this one a lot. I thought it sounded great. And she's got a little bit of a new look. I mean, she didn't come down in the robe, obviously. She's got yeah, a new look. How about that new look? She, I mean, she looks Basically like, wearing assless chaps. Yeah, she looks like a million bucks. And and that was one of those moments where I grabbed the remote and putting up, putting up the volume now. This is very exciting. And, I mean, she looks fantastic. You have, you have no inkling that she was going to be there. And uh, I loved everything that happened there. But I will tell you, I hated the finish. Okay, I thought if she if she's going to win there in that moment, um, let her win on the big boot right away. I know that's a very money right. in the bank style kind of way to win, but whatever. I thought that'd have been a cool sequence. But instead, you know, it, it drags on for like another you know two minutes, and she winds up winning on a roll up. I didn't love that. I, I thought it would have looked a lot better with her just winning right off the bat. With the boot, knocks Ronda out, but whatever. Okay. Um, as I know a lot of WWE fans like, oh, Charlotte, she's always the champion. Look, for me, they need it. 
I've been saying for years, she is, and it's not even close. She's the greatest female wrestler of all time. I don't think it's, I don't think it's particularly close. And for me, she should always be the champion. She's the greatest of all time. She should always be the champion. And matter of fact, when, when others are chasing her, it elevates those stars when they're chasing Charlotte. She should, I, I know, you know, now she's been gone for like seven months, but you know, the fans get some Charlotte fatigue. I don't. I think she's the greatest ever. She should always be the champion. But to show you how much the crowd dislikes Ronda these days, they were loving Charlotte coming out there. And look, she was going to be cheered whenever she re-debuts again, especially if it's a surprise, because it's a surprise, and that's exciting. But the reaction she got from the crowd, the crowd, crowd normally hates her, okay? The right. reaction that Charlotte got, to me, felt like more than just a huge name returning as a surprise. It also felt like, yeah, we we effing hate this Ronda Rousey. Get the belt well, off. Yeah, and, That's what it felt like. And, and it was pretty clear that WWE knew that she would get that reaction because they had to have planned for her to go out into the crowd and celebrate with the fans because Charlotte's a heel. And she would normally not go celebrate with the fans. She would normally just kick the shit out of somebody and walk out and whatever. So they must have known she's going to come back. Not only are they going to be happy that she's back, they're going to be very happy and that she she's taking the belt off. she was posing for the crowd. She was doing the whole yep. thing. Like, she came back. I'm home. I'm home. Yeah, yeah. Like, that whole thing. But, but I got news for you. Uh, when we see her next week, she's going to be back to being a heel. I, like, I don't think that she's a babyface now. She's a babyface well, guess- when she takes the title off Ronda. But right. she's going to be back to being heel because the crowd doesn't like her. Yeah, but, but what if it's that, still her and Ronda? Maybe, maybe it will be still her and Ronda. But I kind of feel like, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it. I just, I just get the sense it's not going to be her and Ronda. I, I think, I think Ronda's going to be out of the title picture. Like to me, it was just like I think she might be out of WWE for a while. Yeah, maybe they buried her. I yeah, mean, they maybe. buried her. They yeah. buried her. You yeah, know? I, I don't think we're going to get Charlotte and Ronda from here. Maybe down the road. But I think the next time we see Charlotte, it's it's by herself, cutting a promo, whatever it is, and she's going to be back to being a heel. But that just shows you the crowd hates Ronda, the fact that they were cheering for Charlotte like that. Yeah. I mean, she should be a heel. That's what she – I mean, yep. she's the be- she's one of the best heels ever. Yep. I mean, she's great as a good guy, but, like, her when she's a heel, there's nothing better. There's very few things that yeah, are Yeah, last night was good for what it was, and now let's mm-hmm. get back to what you're the best at. Right. Right, exactly. No, it was perfect. I, it was great. You know, the hashtags fire Rhonda. I mean, I, it's like one of those things where I, you know, when Vince was in charge, I guess not when Vince, was, he's always been in charge up until the last year, but like, it just always seemed like he would intentionally go against what you knew the crowd definitely wanted. And it doesn't seem that way anymore with like triple h seems to know like trying to what, what the fans want, want. Yeah. he want he knows what the fans want and he's yeah. just giving them what they want i think they um, couldn't w- i think they couldn't wait to get that belt off ronda yeah yeah no i agree and the only the, you know what it could do though we we if ronda's around maybe they split up her and shana and do the thing there because shana like tried to stop her from doing the match and they, they like had a little back and forth before Rhonda accepted. Yeah. I, I'd like that story to eventually be explored. Yeah. So, and, it, and if Rhonda is going to leave, like you gotta leave and give Shayna that rub. Cause Shayna's better than her by right. a lot. 
Like, it, you, like at least use Ronda properly if she's going to leave, and using her properly is is to is to put Shane over. And if you're going to keep Charlotte as a face, or at least attempt to, really the only person you can put her against right now in SmackDown is Shayna. To, that would be the bigger heel than Charlotte. So I loved. La- I mean, God, Joey, Charlotte looked phenomenal last night. Those, those, that, those tights. That's something. I don't. She that's something I don't think. Phenomenal. I'm not sure that we've seen those. T- that's a. Uh, that's an original tight job that we saw there because those, the way that the cutout and the whole thing in the with the shorts, like. I'll be interested if she cut. I, I honestly, for a second there, I thought her whole ass was out. I was like, "What's happening here?" Uh, this was that was very straight. I was like, "Where where'd this come from?" I'll be interested if she comes out with the robe next week or if she's actually going to be trying like a new gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, I that was the first thing I noticed, too. But I, I, I'm now, you know, thinking back on it, it's like maybe it was just because they knew it was like, I'm going in to fight. I think it was a one time thing. Right. Like I'm I'm going in to fight to fight right now. I don't need the robe. But it, yeah. it was interesting that she came back without the robe, new music. So maybe this is I love know, putting it on her. Like I got no problem with putting it on her right away. I know a lot of people don't dig that. She she is the best ever she should always be the champion like i yep. have no problem with it uh, they had to do it too because like i think they've realized you you can't go into mania with rousey being one of like your top matches you just can't because no one cares anymore like this is no one cares I'm now gonna, you have three i'm gonna i'm gonna lead to that actually in in my bold predictions for 23 yeah. i'm gonna talk a little bit about that too yeah but like now you know like you can now you know you have uh charlotte to at least like hinge one of your women's matches on at mania like that. You could build that for the next three months and something good comes out of that. Yeah. I think Rousey could go away for a little bit, but you got to use her for WrestleMania Hollywood. If she wants to go away permanently after that, that's fine. Right. Yeah. I just, it couldn't only be her for SmackDown. Now you have a real other star, like a real star that you can build whatever happens SmackDown around. Yep. So it's good. Good. Finally, by the way, I just want to point. Can I wait? wait can I just point something out? Mm-hmm. We like you. Re- we referenced Drew McIntyre and Solo, but we didn't really t- mention that he came back last night. Yeah, yeah, I said that he returned. Yeah, yeah, I said he came out there. Oh, and he I because the end. Of, okay, I I I, I must have missed it because I know you were like we need to get the uh, yeah. the Solo Drew match, but I okay, got it. Yeah, I, and I, I think kinda, we are. I, I think I, we're gonna like, get it for Royal Rumble. I think we're going to yeah. get it for Royal Rumble, especially yeah. because, I mean, you know, cool. Solo ain't winning the Royal Rumble and Drew McIntyre uh, may never win it again because he's already won it. And in, in maybe in, right. except for 1992, what I think is the best Royal Rumble ever, the one that Drew McIntyre yeah. won. Holy shit. Very was that good. A good Royal Rumble. Um, OK, so the main event, part of the reason that maybe they pulled the trigger on Charlotte and brought her back there last night was maybe because they knew, hey, listen, we've been hyping up this John Cena return. Uh, this main event, uh, uh, premium live event caliber main event. It, I mean, it was fun, of course, but you have to feel a little bit of a letdown, right? With what the main event was. You don't feel a letdown with the show because you got Charlotte and it was a huge moment. And you got the brace up in the beginning. Like, the show was fantastic. But hmm. the main event, granted, fun. And, and seeing Cena anytime he returns now is a lot of fun. But, like, the main event was a letdown. Right. Like I, I thought we were going to get some type of match and we really didn't. Yeah. Cena was like really hamming it up too, like more oh, yeah. so than Cena normally does. Yeah. That's like, him now when he comes back. That's that. He that's was him. like that yeah. when he was in the corner trying to get yep. that tag. 
Yep. Man, I was like, this is this is more over the top than he ever was. When yeah, he was and around. all you got from him, you got the hot tag, you got you know his regular array of moves, you got the five knuckle shuffle, you got the AA. Boom, we're done. Like that was I, it. Well, here's what I liked about it, though. I, I do think, I'll, again, with everything that went on in the show last night, they continue to do this beautiful job with all of the bloodline segments sort of like teasing out what are we getting at what's what's the future right yeah. so in the beginning of the show you get Heyman you get the interaction between Heyman and Sammy where how about, like, him, how about how about Heyman asking Sammy if he had a nice Hanukkah yeah and Sammy saying uh just as good as the Ramadan yeah <laughs> good, good stuff um but you get that interaction where Heyman is like you got to be careful I, you know I don't think he loves that the crowd is He's just like, uh, he didn't say anything, but uh, you know, it doesn't have to be said. Yeah, I like it. And then you get the other backstage segment where the whole bloodline's in there. And Sammy's like, you weren't mad about that, were you? And Roman, as he has over the last few weeks, he's becoming a little more like unhinged a little bit. Or he's like a little, he's a little looser. He's a little like, he's laughing. And where for a long time, he was just very serious. Now he's like joking and this and that. But but you also you have Solo in the background who's just staring a hole through Sammy. You got the Usos kind of like, like what's he doing? Heyman's face is like, did he just bring this up? You know, like they're they're teasing it. And then in the match, you get like Roman getting frustrated. Like he, at one point, Roman gets the tag and pushes Sammy out of the ring. Like get out of the ring. And then the, at the end, you get Michael Cole or maybe it's Graves. It's like. What's going to happen next with the bloodline? What is Sammy's role in the bloodline now? Like they're teasing this where now they're making you think, all right, Sammy will be out. Like at some point, Sammy will be out. Well, yeah, of course, at one point, Sammy will be out. But we keep getting these teases. We've kept getting these teases that it's about to happen. And I think this is a similar spot where they're going to keep teasing. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. And it's not going to happen. It will one day. It's going to happen one day. But yeah. like this is the new, this is the new. Is he about to get kicked out? And I, I don't think he's about to get kicked out. No, but I think now that we're into the new year, we know we basically know right. It's going to be KO and Roman at at rum at the Rumble. I think so. And so now we can I think start to truly like build the frac the tr- the real fractures in the bloodline to whatever Sammy's going to do at Mania. Whether it's a Sammy KO thing or a Sammy and KO versus the Us and they take it off the Usos or whatever, like something along those lines. Now they can truly start that build to where I think by May I think by Mania he's probably out, or like right after Mania. We are we are entering the, the, the best time of the year. And and what's also really exciting about this is it's the first time that Triple H is in charge during WrestleMania season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I think we're I think we're right at the start of what's just going to be a fantastic next three months. Uh, yeah. Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania. Uh, it's Hollywood. You know, I I think I think Triple H is absolutely going to want to put a major stamp. Now, look, WrestleMania last year, WrestleMania 38 was one of my favorite WrestleManias in a really long time. It was awesome. It was awesome. But that was still Vince. Uh, this is Triple H's opportunity now. This is his first WrestleMania season that he's in charge of. I think it's going to be pretty huge. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. I mean, we already, I mean, we're assuming we're going to get something. I mean, 
if if we get the rock and cena in matches and we're gonna have roman main eventing and now charlotte's back and we have whatever is gonna happen with the i mean there's jake just paul so many should be back by then too who's that jake paul should be back oh by yeah then too logan logan logan, logan. um but um cody what's gonna happen yeah. what's he gonna do Pro, where's Seth Rollins Rollins we haven't even talked about Rollins and it's the last show of the year and he might have been the best done the best work in all of WWE this year if you talk about just from beginning to end matches and promos and gimmicks he's been it's, he needs to have something huge for Mania also so yeah Smackdown it's was be, awesome last night it was by the way I was really happy with it by the way Kevin Owen got busted up now, yeah, now. His, his eye, his eye, his, his eye. I couldn't tell what it was because it was bleeding and it was swollen. But He's that looked a really bad black eye. And, oh, and the blood had dripped all over Sami Zayn's hands. And Sammy, Sammy's nose got busted open at the beginning at, of the match. At the very beginning, Kevin goes, "What's going on with your nose?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's one of those where Roman looked at. Him, I was like, yeah, that's when he tagged him in. Yeah, so, he did the thing that he always does to Heyman with the mic. He went. He just yeah. put the hand out, <laughs> which is which is one of my favorite things he does. Um, but yeah, that it was a you know what it was? They were sort of teasing it as a pay-per-view, yeah, or a premium live event. Yeah, it was like a raw after mania, is it what it really good. was. It was really it good was because like like at pre we don't get returns at premium live events, right? It was like the next night where it was like, all right, let's set the table for the next few months. You got maybe it's Uncle Howdy, maybe it's not. You get Drew back, you get Charlotte back. You, like you have all these returns and these things, or how you get seen on the show. You're right, it, it felt like, like Raw after Mania. You're right. It felt like a Raw after Mania. You're right. Let's uh, before we do Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. Let's do let let's go over. We're not doing Best of 22, uh, but let's do let's do a few bold predictions for 23. What do you got for me here? Let's and then I'll do mine. Go ahead. All right, I got a few, so I don't know how many you want me to do, but I'll just run through them. All right. Okay, run through it. Let's start with my first one. By the end of 2023, Master Gable will be. In a main event feud on one of the shows. Wow, that's a bold prediction, man. I, I'm going bold wow. here. This wow. guy, listen, he's been on the main roster since 2016. He's doing the best work of his career. He's doing some of the best work of anyone in the whole business. And he's incredible in the ring. He can go toe-to-toe on the mic with anybody. There's no reason for him to not be in a top-level feud. And I'm not saying it's going to happen right away. I'm talking by the end, because it, eventually the belts are going to get split. Or something's going to happen. I had someone tell me the other day they may introduce a new belt and just make Roman's belts like the undisputed belt and then have a new title belt. But whatever. There will be another feud there to be available. Chad Gable will be towards the top of the card by the end of 2023. Okay. Next, Solo Sokoa will have a singles title by Mania. It's pretty quick. All right. In the next three, it'll be... I see, or it's tough, or man. US I mean, he, I, don't, I don't think he's taking it off Gunther. Uh, can he take it off Theory? I, I don't know. All right, that's a bold prediction. All right. Yep. Well, we can see. I mean, everything sort of resets after Rumble, too, right? That's like when we really get the road to WrestleMania. So who knows? Okay. Like, who, who knows who he could feud with? I talk a lot of shit about AEW. I do. You know what? You could be right about the about the the solo part because it's quite possible that the elimination chamber is with one of those secondary belts. You can there win you it go. that way. You can definitely yeah. win it that way. Um, all right. My next two are about AEW. And I know I talk a lot on AEW, but MJF, this whole year is going to be about the bidding war of 2024, right? Where does AJ- MJF end up in 2024? I think by mid-2023, towards the end, he's going to start picking that whole gimmick up again. 
And who's going to come in to defend AEW and have the feud of the year with MJF? Hangman Adam Page. That's going to be the feud of the year in 2023. Hangman, I've been here from the beginning. Have they ever you done anything go- together? I don't think they have. Not uh, Definitely not for the title because it's the first time MJF's had the title. But it's going to be, I've been here from the beginning. I've been holding this down. You want to go? I don't care. Go. You think you're a pillar? I'm a pillar. MJF. How about a, a loser leaves AEW? There you go. Yeah. And it might be towards the very end too, because as we get towards 2024, but I All think right. that, I think that could be the feud of the year in 2020 in 2023. All right. Um, I also think a lot more wrestlers are going to be making the jump from AEW back to WWE. I could see that. I just there's, I was reading the other day that AEW is considering house shows. Right. Uh, um, one of the biggest things that all these wrestlers used to say when they first went to AEW is like, our, our schedule's so much better. Right, right. We only have to wrestle every now and then, you know, and we're still getting our full pay. Plus, like, this, the storylines are all over the place. They can't seem to find what to do with a lot of these guys. Cody already made the jump. Now Regal went back. I just, unfortunately, may, for better or worse, maybe it'll be better. I don't know. Um, I feel like a lot of these guys, uh, there's going to be some movement. All right. Um, and then here's the big one. I know you think Gable is a bold one, but here's the big one. Okay. One of the one night of WrestleMania will be main evented by a fatal four way for a women's title by Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. Wow. That'd be huge. The four horsewomen, the four horsewomen, fatal four way to main event mania. They did it in NXT. They did it in NXT. That's how you get Sasha there. to come back. You offer that up. Yep. And maybe she's also the IWGP champion when it happens. That'd be fun. I'd be into that. I'd be into seeing that. Here's what I got for you. You ready? Yep. I got, I got five. Uh, my first one. I don't know if they're as bold as yours. Uh, my first one. Yeah, I, I, was, I, went, I went for it. I went for it. My, uh, my first one here. Andrade will be back in WWE. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that, well, Seems like a okay. no-brainer. Doesn't he yeah. want to be with his wife? You know, yeah. he, he clearly Makes hates sense. AEW, wants to be back with his wife. Andrade yep. will be back in WWE. Um, number two, Jade Cargill will lose her first match. At some okay. point this year, I don't know who it's going to be, but Jade Cargill will lose her first match this year. Maybe, maybe Willow Nightingale. I really like her. Yeah, Crab loves her. Uh, number three, Sasha Banks. Will not appear in WWE or AEW in 2023. Hmm. Okay. Number four, Kevin Owens will be the one to beat Roman Reigns this year. He will be the one to take, it could be both belts, one of them. I don't know. He's going to be the one to get that rub beating Roman Reigns. He'll be the first one. Owens is going to beat Roman Reigns this year. Maybe it's at Royal Rumble. I don't know. I see, like, I think that's bold because I don't think it's going to happen, but it's bold. I, I think it could happen at Rumble because I think it's a mistake that if you're going to have Rock versus Roman Reigns, I think it's a mistake to have it for the title. I just don't think it makes sense storyline-wise. So I could see Kevin Owens taking the belt or belts off of Roman Reigns. Roman versus Rock does not need to be for a title it, at all. At all. Like, everyone is watching that without a championship being on the line. doesn't matter. So yeah, anyway. but well, but if if Roman loses to KO at at Rumble, don't you think that just like everything they've built the bloodline into over the last few years, like loses a little bit if he's not going into Mania as a champion? If it's against the Rock, I don't think he loses. 
If it's against the not that the match, not the match, but the aura of their whole gimmick. Not not everyone's gonna watch the rock. Obviously, everyone's gonna watch the rock. Not if only if it's the rock. If if it's not the rock, there's no way that Roman Reigns is not the champion going into WrestleMania. No way. But if it's the rock, yeah, it doesn't need to be for titles. Uh, my last one here. Becky Lynch wins the Royal Rumble. She has never won the Royal Rumble. And I think you're gonna get Becky versus Charlotte WrestleMania. I think that's part of mm-hmm. what you 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 put the belt on Charlotte for. I think you're gonna I think Becky wins it and she takes she wants to take on Charlotte. You got the whole that that that's a money match because you got the whole they hate each other deal now, where which apparently they do. They're not friends anymore. They used to be right. best friends. And they could they could build all like that's a built-in story. It's reality, it's Cape Babe. You can mix it all. That shit's interesting. Uh I think you're getting Becky versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. I think Becky wins the Royal Rumble. She challenges Charlotte for the title. There you yep. go. Those and then, and then the next night on Raw, we get Andrade and Charlotte versus Becky and Seth Rollins. Oh, how about that? How about and that? Tie your whole, tie all your bold predictions into one nice little bow. Why can't we just get Seth versus Andrade WrestleMania? Maybe we wind up getting that too. Same night. Sign me up for that. Andrade's the man. I yeah, love that guy. Maybe He's we awesome. do that. Yeah. All right. So that's what I got. Uh, you got some big dirt, not big dirt for today. What I, do we got going on? I do. I only had three, but then that's all right. um, if I'm being honest, well, I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit. We took a little break during this recording and I found two things out. All right. One is fuck tantalizing Tony. He didn't put me in his video. Oh, it, you it, saw like it was edited out. It, he, he had his uh, MSG recap video and we're not in there. So you know oh. what? We take out, our, we take back our shout out tantalizing Tony. We you, take back the shout out. No shout out. Um, and then the other thing that uh, I just saw that we, we, there's been um, some speculation about. It, so this is the, the actual first big dirt is, um, is this is not dirt. This is the truth. AJ Styles broke his ankle at a house show this week. Um, so, you know, we talked about Santos Escobar getting hurt. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you noticed. Bray's finger was wrapped last night. He broke his finger at a house show. It was at the house show I went to. Bray actually said, uh, I had a, a listener of Zazzo Show 2.0 sent me a message, said he and his son were one of the people sitting in the front that got to take a selfie with Bray, and that Bray told him, I just broke my finger. That sucks. But AJ, no surgery. He tweeted out. He's not having surgery. He just time off, broken ankle. Big dirt, not big dirt. AJ Styles. I mean, this probably impacts his ability to do something. Yeah, I'm going big dirt because, uh, you know, he's going to miss Royal Rumble then, if that's the case. For sure. And you kind of like the direction that, you know, they're doing some stuff. I know it was OC versus Judgment Day in the match that he got hurt in. So, yeah, that's big dirt. That sucks. I'd really love to see another run for AJ with the championship at some point before before he retires. He's getting up there in age. He's in his 40s, right? Um, yeah. I, I'd love to see him uh, get another run with the title. So I'm going it just and It also sucks, like, just for that, for Gallows and Anderson, too, because they're great, and now that they're in WWE being allowed to be themselves, it's cool, but they're not really as relevant without AJ. Well, at least it's not going to be a long-term thing, so that's all right. Right, yeah. Um, all right, so we've had all this stuff with Mandy Rose and so now there's there's like stories coming out that there was a consideration of moving Toxic Attraction up just as a tag team without Mandy Rose to the main roster there's still speculation on when they'll go up but now there's rumors of if they go up will they have a leader one name that I've read as a potential leader is Sonya Deville because there's a there's an action there's a but the other one is someone who we've been talking about returning, 
who just shut down her OnlyFans, leading to more speculation that she's returning. Chelsea Green as the leader of Toxic oh, wow. Attraction on that the main, main roster. Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. Chelsea Green potentially being the leader of Toxic Attraction. No, that's Big Dirt. I like that. Chelsea Green's got that hot mess kind of gimmick, you know, and that seems to fit in, you know, with Toxic Attraction. I think she's got a very similar look to those two as well. JC Jane, Gigi Dolan. Uh, I'd be into that. Yeah, that's yep. Big Dirt. I like it. I'd, I would love to see it happen soon and have them do something at Rumble with um, Damage Control. Okay. All Just right. an actual women's factions match. Like, real, not thrown... Well, I guess damage control is kind of thrown together. All right. Uh, apparently, WWE had plans this year to not only have Tyson Fury be at Royal Rumble and do something, mm-hmm. but also WrestleMania and do something. But those plans have seemingly been squashed because Tyson Fury is not allowed in the United States because of his family's connection to Daniel Kinahan, the Irish mob boss. Um, which is also the reason why Tommy Fury apparently had to drop out of his match with Jake, his boxing match with Jake Paul not allowed out of the country. Big Dirt, not Big Dirt. Tyson Fury, not allowed in the United States because he's connected to Daniel Kinahan. I'm going not Big Dirt because I don't have any interest in seeing Tyson Fury. Uh, I, I normally don't like when those guys cross over into WWE. Uh, I certainly dug the spot he did at the the Greatest Royal Rumble in the Drew McIntyre-Roman Reigns match where he punched out Austin Theory, who was looking to cash in money in the bank. That was very right. fun. But I don't have any interest in seeing Tyson Fury again, so I'm going not Victor. I I really like Tyson Fury. It's good. Like I, I don't know as a in wrestling, whatever. But he's 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 like he's just a good talker. He's funny. He's like a very engaging character in the sports world. Um, this is a. I mean, this whole thing is a very crazy story. Just in for the sports world. You know, this guy's a the lineal heavyweight champion. Just had a just had a fight. Like he's gonna have to have another fight. He's got to be able to leave his country. Yeah. Um, but. Um, all right, last one. You you ref. So we just got done talking about Cena. You you reference Logan Paul. The reports are out. The reports are out there. They're all over the place. This wasn't even dirt sheet. This was just Twitter wrestling uh, reporters reporting. Logan Paul, John Cena at WrestleMania. Big dirt, not a big dirt. That's big dirt. That'd be awesome. Uh, Logan Paul is the all time greatest crossover. Uh, you know, pop culture. To, to WWE star there has ever been. Uh, I, I, I hope we get to a place where, not necessarily full-time, but where he's a year-round wrestler for WWE. He's phenomenal. And that obviously makes a ton of sense. It's Hollywood WrestleMania. Those two guys are Hollywood now. Paul, Cena. That, that gets you a major, major buzz uh, as far as crossover is concerned. That's big dirt to me. I would love to see that. I'm into it. The only the, the interesting, I guess the tough part would be, well, I guess he's been away long enough, Logan Paul, is that w- when he left, the fans kind of liked it. Um, so he's got to come back as a every match with him, though. At the beginning of the match, they hate him, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's really awesome at this. And then they like him in the end. Uh, it'll be, yeah. And look, if you're pinned him there with Cena, you saw the reaction Cena got last night. Uh, he is beloved every time he comes back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it kind of dashes my dreams. My dream is a triple threat match between Logan Paul, Pat McAfee, and Baboni for the all-time greatest celebrity wrestler of all time. But we should be getting McAfee back real soon, right? I mean, college football is over in the next. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder what they're gonna do though, because 
they have Graves on SmackDown, and they have no. It's Wade Barrett actually. On is it? Yeah, it's Wade Barrett and Michael Cole. Oh yeah, it's Wade Barrett, and then Graves is on Raw. Graves on Raw, yeah. I, so I think they, you can put McAfee right there in between Cole and Barrett. I don't know why you can't do that. Or go back to a three-man booth. Yeah, I mean, as long as you know the color guys, you know, are are good at playing off of each other, I think they would be. Yeah. Or just give McAfee a stable like they did in NXT. And, like, just give him a mic every Friday and let him... Like, you remember his stable in NXT? Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, he's like, I'm rich, and I paid for the best. And he just... <laughs> right. He's like, and we're all... And we're just going to beat the shit out of you guys. Ridge Holland was part of that, too, until he buff, it blew out oh, his knees. Oh, that's right. That's right. But it was it was Butch, and it was those other two guys that aren't, aren't in the company anymore who were great. I just don't remember their names, and it was Ridge. Oh, wasn't Oni Lorkin one of them? Yeah, Oni Lorkin and, and Danny, Danny Birch. Yeah. 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 It was those three and and Ridge before he blew out his yeah. knees. And his whole gimmick was, I'm rich and I'm gonna pay for uh, these guys to beat people up. Yeah. And that would I would love to see him go back and do something like that. Which, by the way, it is Mania season. Yeah. He could have a match at Mania. Yeah, so I hope maybe so. It's, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to give him a, a little uh, main roster faction. Joey, excellent job. As we uh, this is the last show of 2022. Next weekend, I can tell folks there's not going to be a show on the weekend. I think maybe we'll drop it on Monday because I'm going to be away. So there's not going to be a show next weekend. But we'll, we'll very likely still be able to get it an episode. It just won't be on the weekend. I think it'll be at the very start of the next week. Uh, but really good job today. We covered a lot of stuff. And, and we're, heading, we're heading into a really, really fun time of the year as far as pro wrestling goes. Yeah, I mean, it's a good sign when the last show of the year was probably the longest show we've done so far. That By means far. there's there's a whole lot yeah. happening and there's a whole lot to come. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fun next I mean, it's always fun, right? It's always fun. Or you're going to have a, a fun next few months. Good job, Joey. Say goodbye to all your fans. Go ahead. Hey, bye guys. See ya. We'll talk to you guys later uh on uh the first episode of It's Still Real to Me in the year 2023. See ya. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba? That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task, unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies for both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, 
your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.